Hey, welcome back to the program. My name is Alan Carter. The calls for the federal government to do something about our border restrictions continue. The, uh, the mayors of a, long, a number of uh, border cities have saying, well, we got to get rid of even the rapid antigen test. As you know, earlier this week, we um, changed the rules so you could get a negative rapid antigen test to be accepted to meet the entry requirements. Uh, we're standing by hopefully getting uh, Sonia Mayor Mike Bradley. If he joins us, we'll get to that in just a second. But I also want to talk about what's going on with the uh, Federal uh, Conservative Party, the uh, Federal Conservative Party. <laughs> I, I cover uh, Queens Park so much, I'm uh, always guilty of saying progressive, throwing a progressive in there. But of course, it's not the Progressive Conservative Party. It is the Federal Conservative Party. So who is in and who's out? You may have heard that September 12th, I believe September 12th is uh, the day that the party will pick a successor to Aaron O'Toole. A lot of people believe that because the party has decided to wait, not to go something for snap, like right away to June or something like that, that that uh, will allow more people into the pit race, more candidates into the right race. And it might be a drag against the perceived front runner, who, of course, is the only person declared to be in, which is Pierre Polyev. 42-year-old Ottawa area MP, well-known conservative. Uh, he's already begun fundraising. He's holding events. Uh, he's pledged to cancel the federal carbon tax. I think there's some, you know, drag against him as well. Um, you know, taking photos with the convoy, for example, that, you know, that might be something that comes back to haunt him. He has a lot of support within conservative circles, especially when you start hearing people talk about, you know, true conservative. And that has such a resonance now to con resonance to conservative voters after an Aaron O'Toole, you know, ran successfully for the leadership saying, I'm your true blue, I'm your true conservative. And then, of course, he embraces a carbon tax and moves the party to the center, which a lot of conservative voters not happy about. Then I think that the, the real wild card here, is it not, is Jean Chéret. The former Quebec premier who led the federal conservatives uh, in the mid-90s, back when they were progressive conservatives, is considering a run. He recently held a reception for MPs and senators uh, in Ottawa, uh, meeting with him one-on-one. -on -one. He says he wants to see all the rules before he you know, decides whether he is in or not. Obviously, that would be a centrist candidate. And I think the question for conservatives is going to be, you, do you want somebody who you can think will win, will win those ridings in and around Toronto, those important GTA ridings, those ridings in Quebec? Who can take those? Because that's the path to power. Leslin Lewis, the third place finisher in the 2020 leadership race, is expected to enter the contest next week. The Ontario MP recently emailing supporters asking if she could count on them to pick her on a ballot if she decides to run. Uh, she got heavy backing last time around from the party's social conservative members, and that is something that uh, that that is something that is so key in leadership races. It was in Ontario. It was last time in the federal race, and it will be against. Who else is uh, thinking about it? Scott Eckerson from uh, Perry Sound, Muskoka. Uh, he is a two-term MPP, or pardon me, MP. Roman Babber is the independent MPP in Ontario. He ran under the Ford manner, but was booted out because of uh, he spoke out against COVID-19 lockdowns. He possibly is there. Oh, listen, I just got the word. Uh, we uh, have now on the line 
Sorry, um, Mayor Mike Bradley. Mike, welcome to the program. What are you asking for the uh, federal government to do? Well, we're asking them for immediately to uh, stop the testing at the borders. Uh, it's not necessary. It's not needed. And Alan, keeping in mind for um, the last 20 months, the border mayors in Ontario have been very supportive of the initiatives, even though it was hurting our communities, you know, closing the border, um, the testing requirements at the beginning. And then a few weeks ago when they lifted the one test and then brought down the so-called cheaper test and the more ineffective test, we just didn't see it as necessary. So that's been our pitch for the last two weeks is end the testing and end it now. So the, the government has said, well, it will reassess. It wanted to move away from PCR testing to the new regimen that began earlier this week. I, do you think it should happen immediately? I mean, or not? Or, I mean, what's your timeline here? Well, you, Alan, the, Dr. Tam has a press conference at one. I'm hoping she'll be announcing they're ending the testing. But think about this. 20,000 people went to see the Leafs lose on Wednesday night. 20,000 will probably go see the Leafs lose on Saturday night. And there's no testing. There's no testing at all. And so we've got, and it's, it's, it creates anxiety at the border for people. You know, I'm in a border city. So there's a lot of people going back and forth. There's a lot of personal relationships, humanitarian situations. So you put this extra cost on them and you also put the anxiety on them. And it doesn't make any sense with Ontario taking all the steps that it's taken even this last week. Right, because all of a sudden you can go into a restaurant without a vax passport, all these other things we're talking about, perhaps perhaps masks being gone. I mean, it's it's conceivable we could have mask mandates gone in the province of Ontario, and you will still require a rapid antigen test across the border. Yeah, and Alan, I mean, from the border mayor's point of view, and my own personal one, if we thought this would harm our public's health, we would be opposed to it. But it, it wouldn't. And uh, we know that it's not necessary. We know that it's not needed. And the federal government said they're going to reassess by the end of this month. And that's why we came out a couple of weeks ago and saying, do it now. It's not fair to Canadians. One, you're putting a, a tax on them that's unfair. And it's not protecting their health or anyone else's health. If I can give you another example, I know some friends that went to see the Leafs and Wings game last week. And um, so you have to take a test when, when you get over there. And then you're with 20,000 people in the Little Caesars arena. And then you come back and you've been exposed to 20,000 people. So the test doesn't make any sense at all. Make some great points there, Mike. Appreciate your time. Please be well. Thank you very much. That's the mayor of Sarnia, Mike Bradley, who uh, is amongst uh, other mayors from border towns saying we need to change what's going on. The federal government, by the way, the prime minister speaking right now, will get you an update on what he's uh, talking about. He's been asked questions about Ukraine, of course, but hopefully he gets asked a question about this. And uh, as you heard the mayor say, uh, coming up uh, at one o'clock, we have Dr. Tam with a press conference. Might there be news about this today? Jeff MacArthur at 2.20 today will have uh, Jim Diodati, who is the mayor of Niagara Falls. He'll be on with Jeff MacArthur today. Will we have better news for those mayors and those people living in border cities about being able to go back and forth across the border? Will we get that today? Stay tuned for that. My name is Alan Carter. We're back in a flash.